so this is our podcast with Wayne Khan uh, part 2 um and hope you guys uh, enjoyed part 1 and uh, keep listening and enjoy this one as well this is there's some hilarious stuff in this one And so, and so, what does it say? What does it say? I mean, I, this is something the three of us can try and figure out. I mean, what is what does it say about <clears throat> passions? You know how एक तो एक तो बंदा सोच के या बंदी जो भी है वो सोच के थक जाता है कि यार मेरा passion क्या है? What do I love? मैं करना क्या चाहता हूँ? And then एक चीज़ वो वो they think कि उन्हें मिल जाती है और फिर वो करते हैं करते हैं करते हैं और all of a sudden they hit literally a, a sort of a brick wall and they're like अब मैं क्या करूँ? And and what do you like? How do you know? How do you get out of that rut where you you something good may or may not come of it later um but how do you say yeah, i i think passions and interests they change with time they change with time but wo itni buri cheez nahi hoti um isliye ke one thing leads to the next like like you know how i said i could never sit at one place i i could never watch an entire movie or cartoons yeah. um mm. I could never sit on a computer for I don't know more than five minutes. I I just I, I just couldn't ever sit at one place. But because of my uh, because of being so passionate about motorcycles and then and then traveling, I started enjoying making videos. And then because of because I started making videos, I started making I started filming. and nothing professional but you know the sort of videos i make the yeah. silly ones yeah, yeah, yeah. um i started enjoying editing them and now i can sit on a computer and edit films for i don't know 3 days straight without food or water i think yeah. so you know one passion led to an an, an another and then it kept going on and on and on so motorcycle so if i had never ridden motorcycles in my life maybe i would um wouldn't have found out about my 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 love for pakistan maybe i had never exactly. discovered this passion for making films um and so it was that motorcycles that led me to all the other things that i do right now when you decided to do the trip from san fran to lahore unconsciously yeah. maybe uh, just wondering did you realize eventually when you realized your passion was pakistan did you was it always pakistan or was it bikes and then you realized that it was pakistan just like subconsciously ek bande ko realization hoti hai na shayad pakistan hi mera passion tha but it took me this trip to realize ki pakistan was my passion and making videos about it was my passion yeah basically i think uh, i wouldn't say pakistan was my passion i i love this country and the day i the day my dad told me that i have to go and i landed there um the first day in the us i told myself that the day i graduate i'm going to go back and and you know i i'm a dual citizen i have a us passport as well and and there're not a lot of people in pakistan with a us passport living here you know everybody just wants to leave and go back Uh, go live there for better life whatever um i think us is an amazing country i i love the country i love the people but i'm more happy in pakistan and and during i think at the time i wasn't as passionate about pakistan i loved motorcycles more than pakistan but now um i think i've matured a little bit maybe hmm. hopefully uh and now i realize that I love Pakistan more than motorcycle. That should be your new so, tagline. No, I'm going to write a controversial quote in Moin Khan. Yes, like, no, the, the quote is, I don't have a passion for motorcycles. End quote. And then people will start listening to what you really want to like. Okay, the talk of passion is that the whole world is going to run away from Pakistan. Like literally, all our peer groups or people who are younger than us, who are studying from universities or colleges, they all just want to go overseas. on a study visa or somehow get a pr or just stay over there kyunki halat bahut kharab hain to i i like i really want to ask you because this is a passion of mine as well and i want to do this and i know a few people and there'll be heaps of people listening out there jo aise pakistani hain overseas jo pakistan ke liye 
matlab they have a passion for pakistan they don't know exactly what they want to do or how they want to help but they do want to go back and they do want to but har dafa jab bhi unse poochhe hain baat kare they always say agar halaat behtar ho gaye to hum chale jayenge halaat behtar ho gaye hum chale jayenge to you actually did that um koi aisa key ingredient hai jo hona chahiye to make you commit to this and actually make that move and make it happen you know the issue is ke halaat aapne aake idhar theek karne idhar मैं नहीं बैठा हुआ आपके लिए हालात ठीक करने के लिए सो so, अगर आपको लग रहा है कि जब हालात ठीक होंगे तब आप आओगे तो आपको ये नहीं लग रहा कि जब हालात ठीक होंगे तो शायद हमें आप चाहिए ना हो बिल्कुल बिल्कुल यू नो जब अगर हालात ठीक ही हो गए तो फिर आपकी हमें जरूरत ही नहीं है एग्जैक्टली exactly. तो अभी आपकी जरूरत है और आप ऑस्ट्रेलिया में बैठे हुए उधर आप ये अजीब से बकवास से पॉडकास्ट रिकॉर्ड कर रहे हैं आपको आना चाहिए पाकिस्तान और इधर कोई काम करना चाहिए लाइक ये मैं सिर्फ आपको नहीं कह रहा बट सारों उनको कह रहा हूँ जो बाहर बैठे में और और मैं मैं नहीं हरे को कहता कि पाकिस्तान आ जाओ इफ यू यू हैव टू फील दिस विद इन यू बिकॉज ऑब्वियसली दिस इज यू कान कम्पेयर पाकिस्तान टू ऑस्ट्रेलिया और लंडन दिस इज दिस इज नॉट एन ईजी कंट्री थिंग्स कम टू यू थोड़ा सा मुश्किल से and if you have that stamina and that will power then you will get those things but obviously this is not an easy country not an average joke and just come to pakistan and start living here you have to be that that you have to have that crazy side in you um during the trip i took an interview um this this guy from bbc took an interview and he asked me uska ek sawal tha ji ke you know you being a us citizen why are you going back home isn't the us a better place a better opportunity wise and all of that and and i told him and i said if i want to be rich and successful i have to be in the us but if i want to be happy i have to go back <laughs> home and i feel like Legend. i want to be more happy than rich so i'm going back home right now and that guy was just quiet and he said and he he took like a half an hour break in that interview after this after what i had said and and this is true for me it might not be true for you it might might not be true for everybody else so everybody needs to you know figure themselves out but this is true for me if i want to be happy i have to be in pakistan i can't be anywhere else in this world you know that is amazing do you um do you find i mean you talk about on your website about you know striving to be more compassionate um pakistan may sometimes it I, it's hard to be compassionate especially with you know growing up with people who are serving you food or someone koi koi cheez galat kar deta hai just 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 you know traditionally uh, you jahan rope lagta hai wahan lagao mujhe yaad hai bachpan mein ek bande ne kaha tha ki accident ho na gaadi ka to pehla thappad aapne maarna hai taki wo rope jam jaye and obviously that's an extreme viewpoint lekin my question mm. to you is is it do you find it hard to be compassionate um in pakistan in in dealing with you know people some people it's it's hard not just in pakistan it's hard everywhere um it's you know itni everybody's out there to make the first million and get the first ferrari and get the biggest house and so everybody is that is in that rat race and and kabhi kabhi aapko kisi aur ke upar paon rakhna padta hai to get ahead in that rat race you know um for me uh I've I've worked I'm still working I'm maybe I'm not completely out of that but I'm still working to get myself out of that rat race I uh I intentionally don't buy stuff that other people have and that you know you know sometimes aapke dost ne ek cheez khareedi hai that speaks to you and says moin you need to buy me as well mm-hmm. so I haven't shopped in the last 5 years I I wear used clothes apne doston ke used kapde mein leke pehenta hu um I don't shop I don't I have I don't own a car I don't own a nice motorcycle I don't own anything uh mujhe guns ka bahut zyada shauk hai I always wanted to buy a a Glock uh but <laughs> I but I you know from the last 5 years I haven't gotten that um anything that I want I to tell my I ask myself a 100 times if I really need it and wow. the 98th or the 99th time i ask myself the answer is no wow. so i yeah. i let it go 
if they make you happy then of course i'm not telling you to stop buying anything and start living like a hippie or start living like a fakir whatever if these things make you happy then then go for it i realize that these things don't make a difference in my life they don't make me happy they don't don't make me sad either and if i do them it's just for other people and not really for myself so um but you must I feel so azad and free I I I you know I think I do because I I'm on tour I I'm on tour up in the mountains and other than my friends and my family I don't miss anything you know so sometimes I think agar main wo glock khareed leta aur mere ghar pe padi hoti aur main upar pahad pe hota to mujhe hota ki yaar maine wapas lahore jana hai wo maine gun chalani you know so I don't own any so I don't own anything that that pulls me back other than my family and friends and you, you can know? truly live so, your experiences that way yeah and i and this is the first time ever i'm not materialistic at all mm. you know um uh, and um uh, being compassionate is obviously very important and it gets hard but you know with practice you can you can achieve that as well and be nice to people and i don't know uh, i i try to help as much as i can um i don't know if um i think wakar you had seen the documentary yes i have and you saw uh, there was a there's an all girls school in that documentary yes i was that was one of the last things that i wanted to come to but we can talk about it now not a problem almost 2 years ago i found out about this place called akhtar da dera and there's it's a little gaon about 25 minutes away from lahore and there's no school for uh, there's no school in that village and the closest school is about 15 20 minutes away and the boys of that village could hitchhike uh, uh, going uh, passing by trailer or tractor and get to that school but the girls couldn't and so um about 2 years ago i opened an old all girls school in that village and we started with 24 little girls and now we have about 75 girls My going God. to school there and books education um uh, uniform teachers everything electricity bill everything's free uh, we don't i don't charge the kids anything at all and and it's amazing how girls are so uh, you know the the attendance rate is 100% nobody it's amazing nobody wants to skip school there it's it's amazing growing up i always wanted to skip skip school how do you get the funds to run all that and is there a way that people who are listening to this and they want to make a contribution or a difference um yeah. how how can we help basically um i'm i'm very funny about money uh, and you know all these scandals and you know paise khali usne aur paise khali isne i'm i don't know i'm very scared of them so for the first year and a half I didn't even tell anybody that I'm running this school oh, and wow. whatever money I had left over from the motorcycle tours I do that goes in the school and uh, but then this doc- I made this documentary and uh, in that documentary there was there were just a few seconds of that school and mm-hmm. people asked started asking me how they could help as well so there there are a few individuals in the US and in Pakistan who uh, who donate like I don't know a ten uh, dollars a month sort of thing right. um, through my website, which is a different agenda dot com. There's a small uh, donation button in the top right corner, um, and and uh, you know. So now I think about sixty, maybe seventy percent or sixty percent. I pay through the motorcycle tours, and the other thirty forty percent people just help me. um right. pay for the school uh, every month so um you know i didn't even have a dream of having a school or or a donation thing going on or helping anybody else i i don't know i'm just not the sort or i wasn't the sort growing up but but the school makes me happy uh, kids going to school i go there 
whenever I can, once a week, once in two weeks, and um, you know, just hang out with the kids. And mm. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing uh, how these poor children never had access to school. There was not a single f- uh, educated female in that school, and hopefully, in a few years, there'll be an educated mother and an wow. educated daughter and an educated Inshallah. sister. Yeah, and- that, that is amazing. That's the whole concept. <sighs> so, was this um, just quickly like uh, you don't prin- have to go principals and teachers uh. note this is a C student, uh, potentially a D <laughs> student, uh, talking yeah. to you right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just quick, was uh, like. I know. I, is it because people have helped you um, in your life through your uh, experiences that you wanted to give back, or was this just something that you wanted to do after seeing the conditions? I think I, I think how people have helped me uh, in my, when I was in trouble. I think that is that has to be one of the reasons of me getting out and trying to do something for somebody else. Um, because I don't I. You know, I don't. I, I don't want to pretend and lie and say that I was like this all my life. I was not. I didn't ever think. I don't think I ever helped anybody uh, before going to the U.S. Um, I was just, you know, my own, you know, khane khaliye and and uh, you know, you know, the random bakwas. Yeah. Um, I was helped in such weird scenarios in such weird ways um, that. Uh, but I I do this unconsciously. I don't I don't think oh us then us ne mere kisi ne help kisi so I'm gonna do this nah, as well. Obviously. But now I feel now I feel this help is is comes from within me. It, I don't have to pull it out. It just comes out. And uh, and you know a few years ago, not a few years ago, in 2014, um, yeah, last year I think there was a drought in Tharparkar, uh, mm. Sindh. Uh, 300 kids died and there was no food and there was no water no and there was just mm-hmm. really bad situation so um so i i filled a truck full of food uh for about i don't know eight nine thousand dollars um and i i drove myself to send uh tharparkar area and gave food to 200 families uh for a month That and um and and this is a this was like a drop in the ocean but you know uh, if there were 10 people like me then there'd be 10 drops exactly. in the ocean so you you contributing your uh, bit everyone has to do their own yeah, bit yeah yeah so i i i can't feed 5 million people but i can feed 200 families and if you can feed 50 families that'll be 250 families you know exactly so um you know stuff like this and 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 little stuff like you know on this on this tour Uh, bones to where the australian guy who came um we, we were just traveling around and i saw somebody else on a fancy bike um some white dude on a fancy bike parked on the side of the road and i went to him and i was like you know what's going on do you need anything and and his name was chris and he was from belgium and he was from belgium yeah belgium and he was traveling alone from belgium to kathmandu nepal through pakistan through pakistan and india and and he said uh, he was just hanging there and he's like you know the the north there's a landslide and he's stuck there and he's in hunza now and doesn't know what to do uh, he wants to wait and so i i told him i was like you know uh, why don't you just come with me to skardu i'm taking this australian guy and why don't you just come with me and i'll take you on you can join my tour and he you know he he was obviously like uh being being nice or courteous and he's like you know you're on an official tour bones has paid you to take him oh, right. around mm-hmm. and i am just on the road and i'm i haven't paid you or anything yeah, and you're still willing asking to me to come along and you know like he uh, are you looking like are you looking for money like he didn't say this but He implied. He you know, implied politely. He implied like, no, I'm not. I didn't sign up on one of your tours, so mm. you're still taking me. You know, if you're in, just imagine you you in Melbourne and there's a there's a uh, this tourist group going around and a company is taking them. You can't just walk up to him and he won't just let you no, join them. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but but because people have helped me so much in different situations in different countries. I thought if I help Chris 
and I didn't have to do much, but I just had to, you know, being in Pakistan with the local is obviously uh, is, point, is yeah. much easier. Point, yeah. So the next five, six days he was with me, we would share hotel rooms, we would eat together, we would sleep together, me, Bones and Chris. And then, uh, and then he came to uh, Murray and stayed in my house with my family for three, four days. Oh, wow. Then he went to Lahore. Uh, and stayed with my brother for three, four days, um, and and you know, it, it was amazing because now he knows what family system is in Pakistan, exactly. how hospitable we are in Pakistan. Uh, you know, he got the true um, traveler experience. You know, that is another drop and, in ocean that you're making. Yeah, yeah, and and then he's been he emailed me once he got back and he's like you know he's waiting for me in in uh, Belgium now and he said and he said he can only dream of matching the Pakistani hospitality level and I said you know you're gonna fail at that we we are the best at you know this hospitality thing. <laughs> All right, so you're constantly on the move. Uh... One of the things that struck me, and I'm going to try and play the devil's advocate here, even though you're making it very hard for me. Lekin, um, you talk about, you know, uh, strive to never, striving to never stay in one place for too long. Uh, so I, I have a couple of questions, uh, sort of. You know, I mean, yeah. why, is, why do you feel like you, you don't want to stay in one place for too long? Besides the obvious fact that, you, you know, you run a... Um, what can be called a touring company and sort of little, you know, group. What um, is it? Do you want When I say don't stop at one place, that doesn't mean uh, one place, physical place. That means keep exploring. Um, uh, if you're in, a, in, you know, if you're at a, if you're working uh, in a bank, don't just stay there for the rest of your life. Don't feel comfortable there and, and just stay there. There's more out there for you. So keep exploring and, and growing, you know. I don't mean to, to say uh, don't stay too long at one place. I, you know, it's, it's not that literal as it sounds. I don't know if this makes sense. Yeah, that, that, that makes, sorry, <laughs> that does make sense. I mean, I'm glad you clarified. But I was trying to sort of draw... Um, I guess I'm I'm sort of stuck, but like, why do so? I mean, why do you why do you, so? Because uh, once you become stagnant in one place, huh, so you, uh, you, you get used to it, you get comfortable, and then huh. you never explore, and you only live this life once. You have what 40, 50, 60 years, and if you don't experience yeah. life in those years, then what's the point of being on this planet? Right, but Moin Moin exactly. has sort of Moin is so used to like Vakar. Moin is so Moin is so used to moving around and traveling, and you know he 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 he, he likes being alone, and he likes to travel around. What happens when you have something that makes you stick around? Like, you know, like it's it, it sort of hypothetically someone that for something, something or someone, someone like that, make, huh, that makes you want to stay in a certain place. How do you deal with that? Or do you think you would be able to deal with that? You cope with that lifestyle? Like uh, if if there's a someone, uh, can you, I don't. Can you say that again? direct Okay, let's, let's, okay, I'll mix up the two elements. Sir, that I... sir up. Uh, sir, आप full direct हो हैं आपको You know when I said twenty nine is a scary number. Uh, <laughs> now I get it. <laughs> this is what I meant. हाँ तो बॉस क्या मतलब please अब आप direct हो हैं क्या सीन है? यार there's अभी शादी का कोई mood नहीं है. Bilkulbi and uh, because I feel uh, there's there's uh a bit karna or mujalakteke shadi would hold me back and I won't be able to give my hundred percent to Pakistan uh dust pandra percent vole jagi and then it'll be only eighty five percent Pakistan. I don't so think you I did think, yourself yeah. any favors by saying that, by the way. <laughs> I I think I think uh Pakistan cannot run on 85% any anymore. It needs 100%. Mm, and very well said. And and I think I, I think I, I don't know. I okay, think let's what let's I, get out of the shadi. I I didn't I actually didn't want to sort of allude to shadi. I I wanted to keep it open without sort of. Ab shadi shared the controversy ban jayegi. Lekin what about love? Like you know love. Like what about the idea of love? And I mean, is that something that 
you've 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 experienced um or you know like is that something that you open yourself up to at all of course uh you know you you go through uh i've gone through almost 29 years of my life so of course i've uh, i've loved a few people in my life uh, uh <laughs> well <laughs> yeah i like your love herein lies the dilemma but like yeah that's you know that's sort of what i wanted to know in a in a mature way if if you know I love my mom and I love my dad. Kya zabardast baat kar diya. Matlab cover. Ye meera wala touch de diya thoda sa. Koi masla nahi hai lekin acha you're you're not asking me you're not asking me directly. I know I know I know. Do you are you seeing someone right now? I mean uh, like are you are you with someone? Are you seeing someone? Is is there someone in your life that's sort of supporting you in your journey there's, or There's someone there's someone in my life who I I really uh who I love and uh um let's see how things go um right. but yeah there, right. there is somebody okay that's great yeah. um hamara gossip column bhi i'm just kidding like but okay acha <laughs> to um okay what about heroes uh moin like what about you know who do you look up to is there anyone that you you know um if you ever have the time to think about it or growing up uh kya hai matlab someone you aspire to or someone you respect deep within yeah uh my my greatest hero my greatest inspiration my motivation every day uh is my father um he is uh wow the way the way he handles things is is unbelievable and and uh, he he truly has a has a lion's heart because um i say that because obviously a number of reasons but one of the reasons is that um my father lost his eldest son uh in a car crash um he was 12 years old when he passed away and and then i don't know about 20 years later his other son said i'm coming on a motorcycle to pakistan <laughs> from sanpan how the hell did he agree <laughs> to you jigrasi <laughs> you know, and and you have no idea what he said pehle uh two days before leaving san francisco my parents didn't know i had a bunch of motorcycles in pakistan in, in the us and i would race motorcycles on the track and um they they just didn't know i didn't ever tell them because i thought they wouldn't be able to take it and and you know losing a son uh when he's only 12 uh you know my my parents haven't really gotten over that mm. completely they yeah. you know ghar pe kabhi anyway so um 8th July 2011 I called my mom and I said I'm coming to Pakistan and she said give me your flight details so we can pick you up and I no like, so I said no I'm coming on a motorcycle and she's like uh, she's like but you don't even know how to ride a bike yeah. and I was like oh aapki uh, soch oh, you don't have a bike and I said yeah. oh I'm leaving in 2 days 10th July so oh. there are 2 days I can learn and and then get on the bike yeah. and she thought I was, so much for instilling confidence in your mom <laughs> yeah and she thought i was joking yeah she thought i was joking and she said um acha talk to your father so I, i i told my dad i was like in two days i'm coming on a motorcycle to pakistan and and the first thing he said was uh, why are you waiting two more days why don't you leave today who's your dad and, said this yes my father said this i was like are you serious like कोई टेंशन की बात नहीं है तो कहते हैं लाइक फाइनली कोई पाकिस्तानी कोई पठान उठया कुछ करने वास्ते पाकिस्तान वास्ते ते मैं ते मैं ते कह रहा हूं नहीं निकल जा तो ही इज दैट सॉर्ट ऑफ गाय एंड देन व्हेन आई क्रैश्ड इन रोमानिया माय फादर इज माय बिगेस्ट फैन ही ही लर्नड हाउ टू यूज फेसबुक बिकॉज़ ऑफ दिस ट्रिप एंड 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 एवरी डे आई वुड स्पीक टू हिम ही इज माय बेस्ट फ्रेंड एज़ वेल एंड every day before going to bed during the trip i would call him and tell him what had happened wow that day mm. and and now i'm in romania in the in the hospital bed um and and i called him and he's like you know full excited like kidhar pahunche ho where are you now and you know aaj kya hua so i i told him aaj bahut amazing tha i went to this city i went to that city it was amazing i met this guy and you know he said this and i was just talking to him and i shut the phone without telling him i crashed yeah oh. and the next next day i called him again or he called me and i told him 
I'm in this city, I'm in this in that city, and this is happening, and oh, the bike is perfect, everything's great, mm. and and then I shut the phone without telling him I crashed, and mm. and then the tenth day was the first day when I could actually sit up on the bed and not really walk, but but kind of stand up, uh, yeah. and without support, and uh, that's when I I called him and I said, can you come on Skype? And he, so he did, and my parents both both of them were on Skype in front of me, and I'm in the hospital bed, and and I said, uh, you know, I'm alive, I'm okay. I stood up for them. I said I can stand up, everything's okay, but I crashed, and uh, and and I'm in the hospital right now from the last ten days, and uh, my mom just got up and walked away, and my dad, the first thing he said was. Is the bike okay? And, <laughs> What a legend! And, oh my god! <laughs> and I said, no, the bike is completely completely gone, and I pro probably will need a new bike. And uh, and now I thought he would say, okay, leave the bike, just fly home. You know, mm. a, a regular dad would yeah. say this, but but my dad said, um, uh, you can't lose, you can't give up now. You got to start working. Start uh, working in Romania, save up money, buy a new motorcycle, and you got to finish what you started. You can't just leave this in the middle. And 100%. this is a father who has already lost a son in a yeah. car crash. Yeah, so he, you know, yeah, so, so he knows saying exactly. something, saying something like this, being so confident about yourself and your 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 son. I think not many people have this gift from God. How he was able to. To be that confident uh, was 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 magical, and that gave me the confidence to to push myself and and you know achieve what I had set out for. You know, so uh, he's he's a true hero for me, and and uh, you know my my father's is a you know how you call it. He's a fucking legend. I yeah, think he's man. a he's oh. a legend. <laughs> That's yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, so Alhamdulillah, parents are not an issue, uh, Mashallah. Say, and, and you know, I, I'd love to sort of, you know, your dad sounds so interesting as well. But what what other hurdles do you face in your day to day, like these days? Aajkal, matlab kya hai in in trying to do whatever you're trying to do, which is another question. But what hurdles do you face? Um, do you feel like stuck, like mushkilat kya hoti hain? Um, yeah, I think um, I don't know. कुछ खास मुश्किलात नहीं होती. कोई खास मुश्किलात नहीं होती आई थिंक कोई मुश्किल नहीं होती रेडी टू गो एंड माई नेक्स्ट टूर स्टार्ट टमोरो एंड आई एम सुपर एक्साइटेड एंड देर आर नो हर्डल्स आई थिंक ओनली हर्डल्स देर आर आर दर्डल्स दैट यू क्रिएट फॉर योर सेल्फ एंड इफ यू इफ यू आई डो इफ यू If you can overcome that, if you can overcome the yeah, I mean, fear of creating hurdles for yourself, then you can overcome anything. Exactly, yeah. And yeah. I, I really, I'm pretty happy with what I'm doing and how things are going. And uh, they are slow, but um, you know how they say, slow and steady wins the race. Exactly, so, exactly. You know, so I, I, I think hmm. I'm, I, I think I'm, I'm doing okay right now. Yeah. That's that's great. We think, we think, we so think you're I think doing. We're doing I think you're doing more than okay. By yeah. the way. But, um... <laughs> definitely more than okay so moin in in a nutshell like what do you want to achieve with the tours that you're taking up north or just generally what do you want to achieve from yeah basically basically what i want to do is i want to i want to make the world realize that this country is much more than they think it is and i want to force the world to fall in love in pakistan and I want to pump so much love out of Pakistan into this world that um that the world cannot deny it anymore and they are forced to come here and enjoy this country uh I think I think that is my my goal in life uh to show the world another side of Pakistan that they don't get to see and I am so confident about this country that I just want to show them the side that they haven't seen and they will fall in love themselves I don't have to make them fall in love with this country i just have to show them and they will follow you know just just 1% of this country and i'm 100% confident that they'll they'll fall in love you know that documentary you saw 
um, uh, the 50-minute documentary I made, um, those guys came uh, last year in 2014. Three or four people from last year are coming again this year to ride motorcycles in Pakistan. There's right. there's a ton of countries in this world, a ton of places with huge mountains and you know Swiss Alps and the Italian Alps. They're amazing, a motorcycle heaven indeed. Um, yet these bikers are coming to Pakistan for the second time. This mm. says this says a lot about the country. This this mm. country is unbelievable, and it's just not for it's just not for the bikers. It's for for everybody, bicyclists, for I don't know, just people who who love nature. This is the rawest country. You know, uh, one of the riders last year said this is the he had been to over forty countries, and he said. Uh, uh, this is the first country which seems like it's still the same the way God created it. It's still the same. It's it's untouched. It's unchanged. Uh, Swiss Alps, you you can be camping in in a forest and you'll get Wi-Fi, and uh, you know you don't get that in Pakistan. And yeah. that is one thing I love about this country. It's so pure. It's so untouched, and the people are so unreal, unreal and true and honest and genuine it's it's amazing and you know uh, <laughs> i i i love i love you know um trying new, trying new things doing new things and 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 every now and then i would when i'm up in the mountains you know how um up in the mountains the perception is that um they hate uh, foreigners yes. or there's Taliban everywhere and yes. it's a scary place you know um, I'm fairly fair-skinned for a Pakistani mm. um, I can easily go by if I just speak in English I can easily go by being a Gora mm. so many times up in my travels many times I pretend to be a Gora and <laughs> just to see the reaction right uh, and, and you know uh, the perception that Pakistanis hate Americans in particular the most. Um, every time I'm up north, I meet some, I meet people, random strangers on the road, and I, I tell them I'm an American and I'm, uh, I'm from the U.S. And you know, not once I've had anything negative even said to me. Mm. Um, and I pretend to be a Gora sometimes and just to see the reaction and people go even more out of their way to to help me out in any way. People don't charge me for for uh, food for for sometimes my hotel is free just because I'm a I'm pretending You're to be a Gora. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then on my on my scooter trip um, uh, from here to uh, the China border, it was 19 days. And out of 19 days, I paid for food maybe three times because people would stop and start talking to me in English thinking I'm a Gora and I would just reply to them in English as well. And, and you know, they would just not charge me for food anymore. Wow. And I thought it was pretty cool. It pays off to be a foreigner in, in Pakistan. <laughs> That's a good tagline. It tells you how Pakistan, where it pays off to be a foreigner. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know... A lot of people from different parts of the world ha- helped me in in many situations, and I I love all those people. I want to thank them officially right yeah, now. Man, but let's do it. the hospitality in Pakistan, I've never ever experienced this ever in my life. Wow. It's it's so genuine. It's so unbelievable. It's amazing. Outside of Pakistan, yes, they're they're amazing people, no doubt. Uh, if somebody has a hundred dollars, maybe they'll spend ten dollars on you, you know. But in Pakistan, if somebody has ten dollars, they'll spend twelve do- twelve dollars mm. on you, you know. Mm. They will go out of their way. They'll dig deeper in their pocket and give you whatever they can grab, you know. So mm. the hospitality here is unbelievable, and there's there are no words to explain that, and and you can only know that once you're here. So. I mean, this so is, this shoot is this... me an e- so shoot me an email and come over. Dude, yeah, that's, definitely. That, we're gonna we we're gonna yeah. um, w- when we do close this, and we're not closing yet, by the way. But we want to ask all of that details in, at length. But um, yeah, that's interesting coming from a guy who's been to thirty-five countries. That you know, Pakistan's hospitality is something he's never experienced ever anywhere else. 
Uh, I just wanted to make a comment uh, quickly that, yeah. dude, you're a fucking legend because of the patriotism <laughs> that I've heard in your voice, and the way you made the documentary and the and the stuff you're doing. I, I think it's amazing. Thank you, sir. So, okay, one easy question, hopefully. Um, you obviously have no thing or two about traveling. Um, when people travel overseas or travel anywhere for that matter, I mean, what? um uh, this article on on uh, on my personal facebook page and it said let me read it out to you it's uh, it's amazing <laughs> it it said uh, 13 ways to know you're uh, uh 13 signs to prove your friend is a total is totally a burger <laughs> <laughs> nice good article. and in that in that article in that article uh you know there're different you know if you do this you're a burger if yeah, you yeah. do this you're a burger and with every heading there's a picture of somebody doing that and in that in that article it says it says uh if you own a selfie stick you're a burger yeah. and below it is my picture <laughs> <Yeah>. oh really <laughs> <laughs> nice and you I'm don't like, know what burger means man like, yeah. now i'm a fucking burger you know i think he's mixed up bun kebab with a burger, <laughs> burger and exactly. they're very different things i think अच्छा सो म्यूजिक क्या कोई म्यूजिक सुनते हैं या क्या पसंद है एट ऑल मतलब बाइक की आवाज के अलावा कुछ सुनते हैं not a huge crazy music fan i still listen to janoon guns and roses tupac yeah. and <laughs> and old metallica yeah. oh, oh nice. metallica course. fan um acha khane mein um i know you i know there was a post regarding horse uh, but what do you like to eat <laughs> <laughs> yeah all my friends say i'm a do number pathan because i don't like ghost <laughs> oof um yeah i don't like ghost that much um uh but i can eat dal mash and garam roti 365 days Jeez, a year nice. three times a day i can live on dal mash and roti that's my favorite food amazing all right cool um what about spirituality man like uh how do you define spirituality for you and where how do you feed your own spiritual sort of side pehle people used to say uh this experience was so spiritual that experience was so spiritual and i thought like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> you know what yeah. i just didn't just didn't understand stuff like this ever but um uh but during my travel uh travels so far there's been um a bunch of incidents that that had made me uh think twice you know yeah about about this stuff and uh but it's it's going to get very serious now and it's not going to be funny anymore but if you want i can that's i can fine, share man if you're okay i got the whole night man like this is good <laughs> so um during my trip from you know the san francisco to lahore trip um random stuff would happen every day that at the time i thought it was just weird um but i would tell my dad every day how i you know I, how i said i spoke to my dad every day huh. yeah. um so every day weird stuff would happen and i would tell my dad and um and then maybe the 100th time when something weird happened i told him and he said this is uh this is uh, this is not you anymore you are not in control of your trip or your life anymore there's someone bigger higher who's who's controlling everything and i would i told him i was like what are you talking about you know yeah. why would god be worried about me you know i'm just this random kid riding a motorcycle so it's it's not a big deal and i 
and I didn't really, I didn't really uh, pay much attention at the time. Um, and stuff like, like you know, tiny little things like I'm, I'm, I was in Nebraska, um, uh, just got out of Yellowstone National Park, wow. and yeah. you know, I, I just got out of that, and I was in some town, no idea where, but. Um, I parked outside of a McDonald's. I was still sitting on the bike with my helmet on, and I was uh, trying to use um, some internet, some yeah. Wi-Fi from McDonald's. So I was just outside, and I I would type uh, on um, Google every day a cheap place to stay and the zip code of the area I was in. Right. And I was looking for a cheap place to stay when when a guy came out of McDonald's and he and he put a twenty dollar bill on my on my bike and and he said, "I hope this covers at least one gas tank and then he went back inside and I was just shocked like you know I have my helmet on and I'm sitting on a motorcycle and and this guy comes and gives me twenty dollars and then goes back inside and just says, "I hope this covers you know a, a, a fuel tank." That's fucking and, amazing, man. And, That's... and I was like, I was like, you know, what is going on? So I took off my helmet. I got that twenty dollar bill. I went inside, and the guy was sitting with his wife and two tiny, you know, baby daughters. And and I was walking up to him when he got off the table and came to me, and I was like, you know, what is this like? Hmm. Uh, why are you giving me money and he's like i don't know i saw you through the window and and i don't know somebody within me said you need some money for gas and and oh, so i just came up and just gave it to you and and you know i was just quiet and i was like uh okay i mean i, I didn't know what to do what to say and i just i just thanked him hugged him and came outside and i was just shocked for a few days and then and and th- this is the smallest thing, and this same thing happened maybe like, maybe maybe like a total of twenty five times. Just mm-hmm. random people coming and and giving me money for a gas tank, mm-hmm. and 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 I didn't didn't really understand what was going on. And then uh, and then a few times, about fifteen times, this happened. I'm parked on the side of the road, and a random stranger comes and talks to me for like a minute, and then takes me home and gives me his own room and tells me to stay at his house for as many days as I want and and then oh. and and then the next day I, I leave whatever and then um and then during this crash uh something really weird happened. Um you know I had when I crashed I had fourteen hundred dollars but the bill of the hospital mm. was eighteen hundred dollars. Right. And and um on the last day uh on the last day I went to uh I went to the reception to get the bill they said $1800 so I said okay I'm going to go to my bank and uh go to a bank get all the money I have and and give it to you and the rest we'll figure something out so I went to four different banks uh all the ATMs um I had two debit cards uh and and an American Express card and, and another credit card I tried all those cards several times and none of the ATMs would give me give me uh, money. Uh, there was some error, whatever. I called. I called the bank in the U.S. asking them what was the issue, but I couldn't get through. Uh, it took me like I I went around banks for like two hours and it wasn't going through. And so I came back to the hospital, told the reception guy that you know, can you write your account number and routing number, whatever? I'll try to send you money. I just can't get it out right now. And um, the guy said, uh, "Why don't you go to, why don't you go to uh, the accountant lady at the back, and uh, she will, uh, she can do this. We don't have the power, whatever." So right, I said, "Okay." Right. And in that hospital, not many people spoke English, so I took a translator with me to that accountant lady, and uh, the translator had been in that hospital, and and I told him to, you know, ask. Ask the lady if I can send the money back later, and yeah. and she's like, and the translator said okay, and then we went, and so the we 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 three people are in the room right now, me translator and the accountant lady, and and the translator is telling is talking to the the lady, and all I can understand is motor chakalete, Pakistanis, <laughs> uh, ex 
yeah. accidente, uh, words like this. And then about, I don't know, five, ten minutes later, they both start laughing. And, and, and then me and the translator walk out of the room and I was like, what is she saying? Yeah. And she, he, uh, he showed me a piece of paper. Uh, with an account number on it and a routing number on it. And I was like, okay, I'll send the money later, whatever. So let's go. And then we go out of the, get out of the hospital. And I go to, um, this is a small town called Arad, right at the Hungarian border. Right. And I was going to fly from there to Bucharest, the capital of Romania, which was a 20, 25 minute flight, I think. Sure. Um, so I went to the airline office and I said, you know, get me a ticket. To the the capital and and uh, the the ticket was like ninety dollars and and the translator really cool guy he said he will uh, pay for the ticket for me and and I could pay him later so I said okay uh, let me just try my credit card one more time if it works it works if it doesn't then you can pay right. and the lady and the uh, the airline guy swiped my card and the and the card worked and I got the ticket. Mm. And the airport was about an hour away, and and the flight was in two hours. So the the translator guy who was going to drive me to the airport, he said, uh, you know, we'll make it to the airport, no problem. So we started driving, and and we met heavy traffic, and uh, we got stuck. And we got to the airport, like, I don't know, five minutes before the flight. And, of course, the you know, everything was closed. And um, I told uh, the the translator guy, his name was Daniel. So I told Daniel, I was like, you know, the flight is gone. I don't know what to do now. And he's like, uh, let's go check uh, when's the next flight. So when we went in there, they said the flight has been delayed by two hours. <laughs> um, oh, so wow. you, I checked in. I checked in and I, I was saying goodbye to Daniel. And then Daniel show, gave me that paper, piece of paper, which had the account number, routing number. He said... Uh, you don't have to send money because he flipped the paper on the back side. It said, if Moin doesn't pay the hospital bill, he won't be the first Romanian who doesn't pay the hospital bill. And, <laughs> and if he doesn't pay, if he doesn't pay the, the bill, the government will reimburse the hospital anyway. So All right. the wow. account, accountant lady said he can just go. So at that time, obviously, I wasn't paying much attention to this but when I told this story to my dad he said you know when you went to get money from the bank uh, to pay the hospital bill you know that higher force he was talking about yeah didn't didn't give out any money and then uh, when I went to the to get the air ticket yeah the higher force wanted me to leave the leave that city and go to a better place so that's when my card worked and then and then he delayed the flight by two hours for yeah, me as well. Yeah, so many things. And 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 so my father says, Yeah. <laughs> and God nice. is playing. God is playing chess with you. Yeah. And every now and then he would checkmate you, but mm. then he would laugh and say, "Okay, I'll let you slip this time, kid," and uh. he would let me pass, you know, one more time, and then. Random strangers from different parts of the world sent parts for my bike, and I fixed that same bike up and and finished the journey on that. And you know, stuff like this happened every 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 day. And when I was in Tehran, Iran, um, you know, if I'm staying with a friend or if I'm staying at someone's house and I don't have to uh, pay for staying there, I would stay for a maximum of two nights. And in Tehran, I was staying with a friend, and I had, I was there for like five, six days. And at the time, all my credit cards were maxed out. My debit cards were zero, and I had forty dollars left. And I had no money whatsoever uh, in Tehran. And those five days were pretty hard because all I was thinking was like, how do I make it to Lahore from here? I have no money, and nobody other than myself knew the the cash situation at yeah. the time and um, and I had saved up money for this trip myself and paid for school and living in the US myself I just didn't have the balls to ask call my dad mm -hmm. and tell him you know I need money for this this silly adventure I yeah. was on I just didn't want to do that so I was in Tehran and on the fifth or sixth night I told my friend I was like you know I need to borrow $500 from you 
um, uh, and I will, you know, give it back to you when I get to Pakistan. And and she said, you know, we'll go to the bank in the morning and she'll see whatever she has. She'll give it to me. Yeah. And that same night at, I don't know, around 10, 30, 11 o'clock, I received an email from Mohammed Said uh, from Dubai. And he, his email was, um, you know, just random stuff like, Moeen, you're doing amazing for Pakistan. Um, and uh, he's really proud. He was a biker originally from Pakistan, but now works in Dubai. And he's like, he's been following me for a while and he's really proud and blah, blah, blah. And he said he has a friend called Jabbar in Tehran, Iran. And <laughs> his friend Jabbar wants to come see me. Right. And and asked me for my phone number. So I gave him my phone number and and uh, just, I don't know, half an hour later, Jabbar called and Jabbar said, I'm coming over to see you right now. And I said, it's really late. I'm staying with a friend and his family, so come tomorrow. So next morning at like 7 o'clock, he called and he was outside my house uh, where I was staying. And, and I went downstairs. He was taking pictures on my bike. And, uh, you know, usually bikers don't like people sitting on their bikes but Jabbar yeah. was sitting on my bike I was half asleep 6 a.m. in the morning and and anyway long story short Jabbar gave me an envelope and he said this is a gift from Mohammed Said from Dubai oh. and I said uh, and I said you know I, I just can't take gifts from you who are you I don't even know Mohammed yeah. Said and he's like oh, oh he told me to go, come drop this off for you so you know and then he just left so I went upstairs I was sitting on my bed and this envelope is on my on my side on the bed, and I was just staring at it. And yeah. when you get uh, you know that funny feeling, wrong um, and and I opened the envelope and it had five hundred dollars. Oh my god! And that's the money. That's the money I spent to get to Lahore, and I still have I think fifty dollars from that money. Uh, so nobody knew I needed money when I was in Tehran and then you know God told Muhammad Said to ask his friend Jabbar to give me some money so I can make it to Pakistan so stuff like this happened every fucking day and and uh, you know this these experiences made me realize that Moin sirf tum nahi ho idhar ek idhar ek badi cheez baithi hui hai jo har cheez control kar rahi hai aur ye duniya chala rahi hai and um, to boss to aur kya matlab I, I follow you on Instagram Instagram and I'm surprised uh, I mean, mashallah, so you have people following you and you're quite inspiring, dude. But I'm surprised Instagram hasn't picked up your story and sort of published it all over the place. Like, uh, what what is, do you have a little bit of a social media agenda or a, or a way of spreading the message? Because it's it's definitely worth spreading. What you're doing, like you said at the start of this podcast, no one else is doing what you're doing or no one else that we know of is doing what you're doing. So how how do you have a strategy to put the word out there because you know i don't see you any different from someone like humans of new york and you know guys like those so uh tell me about about your social media strategy so to speak yeah uh, there i don't know there should be a strategy but unfortunately there isn't and um i don't know it's it's whatever there is it's just growing slowly and organically and yep. and uh, uh, and I'm not a social media expert in any way yeah. and um, I don't know I feel like uh, yeah there, there should be a strategy and if you know a thing or two about it I think you should help me out yeah man oh look no no absolutely I, I we're um, we're sort of Vakar and I Vakar has just gone to the bathroom for a second but like I we really want to know and I think you should be really honest with us about how we can help you because obviously you, you've you've told us how you feel about money but that's even that's on the table like you know like how do we because Hamara like you have no idea about the whole idea of random bakwas is to call it random bakwas but probably not be random bakwas you know be, it has to be anchored into some bigger goal objective and um, you're you're just you're dead set exactly what we're trying to achieve with this you know we made a list of people who we wanted to talk to and you were like within the first five people that we wanted to talk to so i i guess that vakar's back and i just want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts like this whole conversation which is um just clocked off at about two hours and 10 minutes now it's just been such a privilege and it is it is it is a sort of a 
you know you, you have been so generous with your time and you know alhamdulillah like the connection hasn't cut out and i don't even know where you're sitting right now but it's it's thank you i just want to say thank you for for the both of us like you've just really truly inspired by 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 you know talking and uh, it's we got so much more out of it than we thought we would and uh, I, i think we should uh, i don't know the uh, the easiest part would be to to just uh, i don't know tell people around you um uh, tell people around you what what pakistan truly is and 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 when they ask for proof you can you can point them to my website uh and tell them to watch that documentary that documentary is is so organic is so real there were no second takes there was no script written there was there was nothing of that sort whatever went on on that one tour in 2014 was was filmed and and produced um so you know that's the that's the true pakistan there were a bunch of crashes ups and downs but in the end you get people crying and wanting to come to pakistan again and again and and um you know but i think we should we should keep in touch uh you two and myself and and figure out a way how to get more um more australians over to pakistan absolutely man i i'm i'm thinking about it right now so what's the best way to organize a tour with you suppose i'm chris or james or whatever like you know how do you how do i get around <laughs> to organizing a trip with you and what's so, involved uh, like what's the package or whatever so, have you you know so there's this there's this uh website i made it is um uh, it it's called ride the kkh.com r i d e t h e k k h karakoram highway ride the kkh.com and over there um there are a bunch of options i'm i'm working on that website uh, and trying to make it better for 2016 um so there you can come over to pakistan uh, to ride motorcycles to ride bicycles up in the mountains with me or uh do jeep tours or if you have a bigger group we'll take a huge bus uh very comfortable reclining seats with a fridge and a tv and we'll go explore pakistan um so you know in any way if you want to i don't know paraglide or or i don't know, do whatever you want you just shoot me an email through that website and and i will make it happen for you and the dates are flexible and, and the seasons are flexible the dates are the dates are flexible as flexible as you want them to be you can you can come on on eid and i'll take you on eid you you can come during the fasting month and i'll take you during the fasting month so i don't have any days off uh, i i skip my uh, my best friends weddings for these tours to show people pakistan so any time any day any time during the entire year uh i'm available to to show you my country and um i had a tour this year during Ram- ramzan and obviously you know i'm fasting and it's hard but uh, the reward is so much more than that you know uh than it being hard so these things don't really bother me so yeah just shoot me an email through that website write the kkh.com if you want to watch the documentary and see for yourself what truly pakistan is it's a different agenda uh, .com you'll see my facebook uh, page um links up there as well an email link up there a contact form everything uh, so shoot me an email and you know we'll we'll plan something and uh, and you know come see pakistan i love you bro can i just say just just don't want it just without being awkward i fucking love you but ek pathan bola so so much ke bol um moin um just on an end note i think this is a perfect end note uh for the podcast we just want to say thank you so much for giving us your time and thank you for being the only person to reply to our email um because you're the only i've i've emailed about four or five people that we wanted to interview um and you were the you were the Warren, you were the first one to actually reply and in 2 hours i got a reply i was like and on wow, he was on time is this He's guy time, yeah. for real is this guy actually replying me i was a bit starstruck and a bit awestruck i was like i'm what? still fucking uh, yeah man. um so <laughs> to end the podcast i just want to say is, i just want to read out something that you actually said in your documentary 
in one of the last uh, last songs when it plays and it really touched me so i'm just going to read it out and if you want to talk to me about it uh, go ahead more than welcome but um we're all traveling you know all the time we're all going somewhere we're all trying to map our lives hoping for something special but you have to dream every adventure brings begins with a dream take a chance on yourselves i guarantee you will end up somewhere that takes your breath away how many times in life will you get a chance um and i just want to say this really touched me and i'm actually thinking of making some changes in my life because of that yeah i think we all need some changes and uh, uh there, there's a lot uh, there's a lot more going out there than you think it is and uh you will only find out about that if you if you leave your comfort zone and and go out and 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 explore uh, so it's this is not just about traveling or coming seeing pakistan it's it's it can be about anything so if you're if you're stuck in a rut the 9 to 5 rut or 5 to 9 rut whatever change the thing change a few things around and and you'll see there's a lot more out there for you than you think it is